I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP show. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guy.com forward slash 253. Before we chat with today's guest, here's a quick message from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by the 90-Day Mentoring Challenge. It's amazing what can change in 90 days. Just look at the effects of COVID-19 since March. This year, I had the pleasure of mentoring 100 people in the 90-Day Mentoring Challenge. If you want to be mentored in the next 90-Day Challenge, please go to nz365guide.com forward slash mentor. Today's MVP guest is from Montreal, Canada. He's the Power Apps Practice Lead with XRM Vision. He's a first-time MVP, so new to the community. He is currently a TDG community lead. He was a soccer coach uh, for uh, some of the most famous teams in the world. He's can be You can find him on YouTube at Z Power Diver. And one thing I'm missing here is your Twitter handle, Eric Survey. Welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Uh, thank you to... Uh... I mean, join the show, and the uh, Twitter handle is also Z Power Diver, and it's nice for you to say it right. Yeah, because what did I call it, Driver, for so long? And oh yeah, oh yeah, it's my it's my dyslexia. I just I I see a word, I don't pronounce it out, and I just go with whatever gut feel, you know. And uh, it's not often right. So, are, are you a Cana- French Canadian? Yes, je parle français. C'est ma langue natale. Yes, indeed. Very, very cool. Well, it's so good to uh, finally get you on the show. How long have you been an MVP now? It's been uh, just over 10 months. I got uh, my MVP award on January 1st or my, or something around Wow. That. So coming up a year. This is so cool. This is so cool. Mm-hmm. Quite a turn of the year party. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's three questions I always like to open with is tell me about your family, what your favorite food is, and what do you do for fun? So about my family, um, I have three kids, uh, two daughters and a baby son who's uh, turned uh, 21 this year. And I'm also a uh, grandfather of two uh, little boys, uh, one who's two, the other one is not even one yet. And I've got a marvelous wife who uh, I've been with her for, what, 27 years now. Um, and there were two other points, right, to cover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's family. Tell, tell me about food. And I tell you, I've seen some of uh, you you got to be into bacon, right? Maple bacon? Yes. Um, I actually, last year, this year, with uh, all the pandemic and stuff, uh, i kind of been quiet with that. But last year, I was um, doing a lot of smoking. So I have uh, like a smoker. So I have the bacon, smoked meat, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, but this year, it's more like barbecue stuff. Um, I have a very uh, sweet tooth. Uh, mm-hmm. Sweet tooth or sweet teeth? Sweet tooth. Uh, sweet sure. tooth. Sweet yeah, tooth, yeah, yeah uh, that that I have a lot, and uh, yeah, that's uh, about the food. I love it, I love it. And then the final one, fun, and I know there's going to be a motorcycle involved. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. 
actually got a new bike uh, this year, a Harley Davidson, good American cycle. And um, last this weekend, I actually enjoyed it because we're like in the uh, turning leaf time in the fall. So uh, temperature is getting colder, but uh, I'm still able to enjoy nice, it. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Listen, I've just come off a phone call from, a, well, a phone call. We say they're phone calls, but it, it, it was a, a Teams call, right? And, and, and a guy hit me up on LinkedIn a week or two ago and said, listen, I want to switch careers and I want to chat with you um, about what path I should go down. And he's a guy in, in, in you know, um, what would you call it? He's in financial services sector, seller in that, in that space in America. And anyhow, I get on the call with him and he goes, I'm 35 years old and I'm really worried, you know, should I be switching career at this age in my life? And I'm, and I cough, you know, um, and go, mate, 35, you're a spring chicken. Um, <laughs> yes. what's, what's been your story around how you got into the power platform? What's your journey being to get you to this point? Well, um, you see, Mark, and, and we've talked about this uh, before, uh, but, you know, I was, I started my career in IT. Um, I did uh, that for several years, but um, I think uh, over the turn of the century, just a bit after that, um, I went through some issues uh, and, you know, had some personal kind of, you know, uh, drawbacks. So uh, around 2005 or six. Um, I quit IT totally, and I went out in uh, audiovisual, like AV, home automation stuff, and uh, did my business in that, and uh, went there for a couple of years. And it allowed me to, you know, um, do that big uh, reset, you know, when we hit the reset button, and, um, you know, uh, see different kind of people, see different kind of businesses, different style of work. But eventually, you know, your first love kind of comes back to you. (laughs) So... um, at some point, I had an opportunity from a very good friend of mine who said, Eric, I know you've got the brains and I go, you've got the skills and the ability to learn quick. And I have this, uh, this company uh, I'm dealing with and they need to put in place a CRM. And I said, well, why not? You know, and I jumped on, on that and that kind of got me started. And um, like five years ago, I uh, started five years ago today, actually, um, uh, I uh, switched to uh, XRM Vision, a very uh, leading partner in uh, Canada. Uh, in the si- they're very specialized in the uh, CRM world, and that's where I started. And I, you know, did my little stuff and went up as an ar- a solution architect, and was I would say I would say like kind of you know stalling into a uh, on-premise uh, old version type of project. And uh, at some point, I said, you know, I have to make craft my own job. This was the uh, entrepreneur side of me who kind of came out, you know, that I have to craft my own job. And there was this little shiny thing happening here and there, you know, that was about two, three years ago called Power Apps. I said, hmm, let's, let's, let's look into this. And really, at first, when I, put, I went in there, I said, no way I'm going to invest my pennies in there. <laughs> it's not ready. It's not mature. It's not there. It's just a bunch of, you know, buzzwords and stuff. But I learned better than that. I learned, I, I, I followed it, I jumped into it, and I just ended up, uh, you know, giving up much of my uh, free time that I was putting in gaming and stuff. I invested in my career, invested in the learning what the Power Platform, what the Power Apps, what, the, what became the Power Platform was about. And I, like I say, I crafted my job and now I'm a Power Practice Lead. 
you know, Power Platform Practice. Wow, team. and I remember talking to you some time ago and, and where your company didn't really have the appetite to go that way um, at that time, you know, because as you say, you didn't want to invest your pennies in it and, and you were getting, being, getting opinion from other folks in that at that point that was entrenched in, you know, our dynamics world. You know, you took that pivot and you did that all on your own bat, right? It wasn't that your employer said, hey, I want you to go out and invest in this technology all your own time. You did that yourself because you wanted to craft a career that you wanted. Exactly, exactly, Mark. You've said it right. I crafted my career. I decided to put that on my own time. And eventually the company followed through because they saw you know, what I was bringing, what the value was, but, you know, I did invest a lot of personal time in that. Um, but at the same time, you know, I told you like my baby son, he's 21. So I have lots of available time that I can invest in that. And my wife is very, you know, uh, forgiving for uh, about this. And she understood, you know, wh what the big game is about, you know, uh, looking ahead. And she said, you know, Eric, go and do what you need to do. Nice, nice. So tell me, from deciding to invest into the power platform and power apps and, and power automate and, um, and, and the whole suite of products that, for that fills out the power platform, what's been that journey for you and kind of what was the effort that you put in? Like, and, and, you know, even go into what resources did you start to consume? What were the actions? Like, I'm wondering if people are listening to the show that are going, you know what? What, what steps do I need to take to get really proficient in a technology area? Kind of give us it, what's and all, kind of the investment in your time, your effort, your learning that you went through. So uh, first of all, I'm not a big sleeper. So that, that provides me with a lot of plenty of available time. So <laughs> that's one thing. But uh, really, I um, invested my time first in the actual the um, community forums. Going out there, looking at what was being posted and trying to replicate what the people were uh, facing in terms of issues uh, and try to resolve it. So, you know, in, in that, you get a whole process of understanding what are the real use cases out there? What's the real purpose of these? You know, because tools are great, but what makes things happen are solutions. So when you, you see those tools being applied in real use case, that's when you get solutions. So you go, I went into the forums, look into what the people were facing in terms of issues, trying to replicate that. So first there's the learning process of how does this tool work and how do I make it work and how do I replicate this issue and then trying to resolve it. I didn't solve it all the time, but just the, the learning process of trying to replicate that was a big thing. So that was my big, um, the, the big part of my initial uh, efforts were in there. So getting into the uh, uh, official forums and some of the UG forums, and, you know, I was not answering so much back because, like I say, I was learning more about it and uh, taking that process. But eventually I started replying and I started going into what we call the social medias. Ooh, what a beast. Because <laughs> before that, you know, for me, uh, yeah, I was on Facebook for my personal stuff. Yeah, I had a CV on LinkedIn, but that was about it. You know, everything else was just, you know, nothing there. So I went out there because there is a big, big, big community. It's it's so awesome. The, the number of people out there that are, you know, uh, willing to share and help other people, it's just amazing. So that was my big um, key uh, key point, I would say, to, uh, to, to learn and move forward with this. 
So, so tell us then your path to becoming an MVP. How did that come about? Uh, the, the funny thing is, initially, you know, uh, I had seen those guys with those three letters, you know, guys and girls with those three letters here and there. And okay, yeah, it's cool, but I didn't pay much attention to it. And then at some point, because of all this, um, I guess, community investment and all the effort and everything I was uh, doing there, um, someone at Microsoft actually nominated me. But I wasn't ready in the sense that, you know, I hadn't um, gone through the whole real contribution activity, you know, uh, being structured about it. And, you know, so it was more like, okay, I was thrown into there. And actually got rejected the first time. You know, I didn't, I didn't get the award. So, but that kind of um, uh, sparked the interest. <laughs> and uh, I said, you know what? Let's let's work on this. And I got even more involved in the community. And I started following some guys like Mark Smith, for example. I don't know if you know him. And uh, some other guy, like I think he was on your Power Up Live today. Um, what's his name? Goss Gonzalez. Yes. So, you know, those two guys who were providing uh, shows, uh, podcasts, uh, YouTube videos and whatnot about how to become an MVP. And this really what it helped me about was about how to structure my my uh, my contributions, how to track my activities, how to bring value because MVP and that's how I say it now, you know, MVP is just a way of from Microsoft to say, you know what, you're sharing a lot and what you share brings value. That's what it is about, nothing more. You know, uh, that's what it is about. But to get to there, you have to follow some good guidelines about, you know, how you contribute. And first of all, and most of all, that's one of the big lessons I learned from you. I learned from Gus and the others. Do something you love. Do something that is natural for you. Because I've tried all kinds of stuff. Yes, I have a YouTube channel. Yes, I have, uh, you know, different kinds of stuff. But, you know, where I've, I was the most uh, prolific were two things. My blog, but uh, now more and more, it's actual conferences and presentations. That's where I have my love. That's where I have my fun. That's where, you know, it's most natural for me to go and share. Focus on that. And another big key lesson I learned also and that was from one uh, one-on-one uh, discussion we had uh, the two of us is about focus especially when you're starting off eventually you know you get your name out there and you can share more than that but especially when you're starting in this path focus on something and just focus on that thing and that thing for me was in in fact ai builder you know i had an opportunity to be involved in the initial like private preview and stuff And I just focused on that and I just hammered everything I was doing and everything I've been doing since in terms of contributions. The the, the main part is about AI builder, like be recognized as a, you know, a key player in that. Wow. So, so what, what, what a journey now did, and I, and I asked this question kind of knowing the answer, but of course that took you to Seattle quite a bit, right? You, you ended up doing engagement with the product teams. Tell us a bit about that. That was a, that's actually a very nice part indeed, uh, being involved with the product team. And, and the thing is, you know, um, even before becoming an MVP, uh, with the community and the Microsoft product team, um, what you end up realizing is all these people, 
you know, we, we do put uh, some of these people on a pedestal. You call that? Yeah. So, uh, you know, Mark, he's a superstar. And oh, those product manager, there's like super king superstars. But at the end of the day, we're all humans and we're all, you know, we're all pretty much the same and have our day-to-day stuff to get through. And those product manager and the product teams, they have goals to achieve. They have, uh, they have to get the feedback. And, you know, they're stuck in their compound. They need the feedback. They need the contribution. And I realized that they value that contribution when you do take the time, not just to complain, but bring, you know, cons- what, we, what I call constructive feedback. Right? You say that in English, Chris? So, <laughs> so bring back constructive feedback. You're like, this is not working, but here's what I would recommend. And this is why it's not working. You know, give the details. So I got very much involved, yes, with the AI, because, you know, because of the focus I took, very much with the AI Builder team. Um, went in, uh, to Seattle, but also uh, directly, you know, lots of uh, Teams meeting, even before it was uh, fashionable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until everyone was forced to and, do it. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's very. That's very cool. So, what's your involvement now with AI Builder? As in, have you more pivoted and doing a lot more in the Power App side of things, or are you still heavily involved in AI Builder? Uh, it's it's it's. Still, I'm still very involved, but like 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 uh, ever since the beginning, like AI Builder, the. Um, it's it's still a child that needs um, or, or a child or a product or a product suite that needs to get a good demonstration of value. There's still lots of work to do in there. I still very much believe in its value, but to get it into actual projects and you know and and customers, it's there's still a uh, a gap you know in there. So for me, you know, it, it, it is a way to, because I believe in it, um, I, I keep contributing in it, but it's not my prime activities per se. Like my real day-to-day stuff is an actual, is, is you know, uh, doing PAR apps, model-driven and canvas apps. And yes, sometimes I do have to do SharePoint lists in the background. Um, <laughs> and, you know, doing Power Automate flows, uh, building Power, Power Virtual Agents uh, chatbots, and uh, no, not Power BI. That's the part I'm still missing, but uh, I'm doing all over, yes. One one thing just out of interest, you mentioned in, at the start there that your former career was in home automation um, type, type things. So does that mean your home is tricked out? <laughs> yeah, that that's the part why my my, the, my wife's patient was uh, was key. Uh, my my home was uh, an actual lab, uh, so all the gizmos and gadgets, uh, you know, uh, having a um, uh, coming into the house and uh, having the alarm system go down, the fireplace go up, the music start off, and you know the lights uh, uh, light scene and uh, all this stuff. You know, yes, that's that's what I have, but just a, a bit. In every um, dimensions of this. Uh. So, so are you using Alexa and Google Home, or, or as your voice? No, no, not not at all. I don't use these uh, voice recognition stuff. Uh, what I have is a system uh, that is based on what we call Control Four. Uh, it's a professional automation uh, system. So you've not done anything on Raspberry Pi or anything like that. No, no, I'm not that geeky. It's been a while. 
Like when I started, I was that that kind of geek. You know, I actually cracked uh, Novell. I don't know if you know about Novell. Uh, Network. And it was it was actually, it was around I, when I, I started. I, night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually cracked the uh, login of Novell. Uh, I was that geeky, but you know that's. Back in the day, back in the day. Yeah, wow, very good. I tell you, I think there's a few MVPs that have hacker backgrounds. In, fa- in fact, I know of a few that definitely have hacker backgrounds that when, 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 before they became, you know, business professionals, um, got into the, uh, you know, that very murky gray hat side of, uh, <laughs> of accessing people's systems maybe uh, without their desire to be accessed, yeah. Black hats and black mm-hmm. cats, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, our time has already flown, and 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 uh, I always, you know, like to wrap these things up with some random questions that kind of might make you think a bit. And um, but before we go there. You know, I run two other shows, the the Power 365 show, which are generally Microsoft um, guests, and, of course, the Power Platform show, which is anybody in the Power Apps, Power Platform space um, that has a story, you know, that that I think would be valuable to the community. Is there anyone that you would like to see me interview on one of those shows um, that you would find it valuable for your own personal self-interest to drill into or hear what they had to say? Uh, the nice thing is most people I would think of, you've already gone through them, I think. Um, you know, one, one guy that I actually, um, kind of like is Andrew Welsh. I don't know if he, if he's, I know he's been on the MVP, but I don't know if he's been on one of those, uh, sideshows. Um, he does have that depth, uh, about, you know, the whole, uh, adoption framework and stuff. And he has so much to share in his personal life. It's, uh, it's great. I like yeah. it. I'll note it down. Um, yeah, no, I'm well. Okay, are you ready for your random questions? Ready as you are. Yep. Okay, I'll, I'll start my Power App Spinner and let it just pop out a random question. Here's the first one. When do you feel most alive? When I'm with people. Nice, nice. How are you able to love someone you don't agree with? I actually love people that I don't agree with in the sense that, you know, um, I like challenges. I like um, uh, exchanges. I like different ideas. So it's it just natural. I like it. I like it. If people came with a warning label, what would yours say? Uh, watch out for the big bear, bear hug. Nice. Nice. I like that. Uh, next one. What do you love about yourself that you worry others will struggle to accept? <laughs> How emotional I can right. be. Right. Yeah. That's the best way I can That's say. good. I like that. I like that because I probably would identify strongly with that myself. A lot of people think I'm kind of very rough and direct, but um, I, I also can cry very easily. So, yeah, interesting. Beliefs. What affirmation do you need to wire into your programming? Comments. 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 Make sure that the next person in line will be able to uh, know what you've done. Mm, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Describe a time when you achieved what you were striving for, only to feel disappointed by the success. I would say in uh, before I went out of IT, um, the company I was with actually, you know, I, I was at a prime level, and the company um, got sold, and you know, I was all hyped up because I participated in there, but all the underlying uh, agreements went dead. So that's where I got disappointed. 
Mate, it's been great to have you on the show. Thanks again. Um, I'll make sure that I put in the show notes, of course, your links to your social media so people connect with you there. Uh, thanks again. Thank you, Mark. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, also known as the NZ365 Guy. Please like and subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app. And if you'd love to leave a review, go to nz365guy.com forward slash review for my current reviews and options to leave your own. See you next time.